We cannot speak about family without mentioning our siblings, that little brother or little sister who have now grown up to be the funkel and cool aunt. Some say they are the unsung heroes in your village. Others may argue that they add the fun to the chaos. But let's dig a little deeper and discuss how our relationships with our siblings have influenced our thoughts on our future babies. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Thank you for joining us. Happy to see you, Karen. I get so happy. So last week we didn't record. Because um, I was at Disney. Because she was in Disney. Surprise, in surprise. Amazing family vacation. Oh, it was the best. The whole time I was like, why didn't I just join this vacation? You should have. I know, I should Next have. year, it's gonna. It's a tradition now. This is the second okay. year in a row so that I'm we're joining doing. next year's official. Mm-hmm. Um, but so happy to see you. Me too. I'm Karen excited. is beautiful today. Thank you. Thank you. Glowing, uh, glowing. So I'm wearing a, a boot look. I'm trying to pull a fall look here. So cute. Pamela's doing a pajama chic look. <laughs> Honestly, only Pamela could do these things. This We need to start giving visuals, right? For people. That are listening. I know. We'll share something on Instagram. Like, a but she picture. looks so cute. She's wearing this little. Well, I actually thought of the episode outfit. because of this outfit. So I'm wearing this outfit that I saw on my sister, and we'll talk a little bit more about her. And I thought it was so cute, so I complimented her, and she was so sweet, and she mailed me That's the same amazing. outfit. I love it. Oh wait, but our motherish moments of the week. So I'll start. So this week, during Ford's, you know, he has that music nature class in this park by the house. It's so cute. The teacher's amazing. Her name is Maria. And she's so creative and she does a great job at kind of like implementing songs and different games to kind of teach a lesson or teach them to develop some type of skill. So to my surprise, last week she had a big, big, you know, a like a bag, kind of like a luggage. And she opened it up and then she started singing, come get your babies, come get your babies. So man, these are like between, I think it's 18 months and a little over two years. All these little babies, like toddlers, started walking up to the bag. They opened the bag. There's actually a reel on Ford's Instagram of this moment. And everyone just picked up a little baby. Mm-hmm. So Ford picked up his baby, kind of bit her head a little bit. First bit the baby. <laughs> And then brought her to me and then she gave out these little bottles. So they had the babies kind of feed the babies, the baby dolls. Oh my God, how were your ovaries doing during this Did I look time? across the street <laughs> and there's a little girl called Juliana, I want to say. And her mom is like crying. Like she's watching Juliana be so naturally maternal to her baby doll. And yeah. I'm sure you've seen Victoria. No. Is she a big doll? No. no. No, she's not. My mom said I wasn't a big doll no. player because she was. She Victoria loved dolls. Is not. Uh, I was never <laughs> really a lot into dolls. But it was just so sweet. And it's true. Like the teacher was saying like, so she sang this whole song about let's make the baby warm and kind of like in Spanish, you know, vamos a cargar el bebé, a darle la lechecita. And it's just incredible to see these babies babying other babies. Aww. Right? It was so sweet. So I, I look across and his mom's like crying. Yeah, yeah. I would probably be crying. You know, I, I was about to like interview her, like, why are you crying? Something happened. Like, you know, you like, I don't know. Do you it just come makes on our podcast. Yeah, it just makes you wonder, like, what's causing those emotions? Maybe it's just like watching her baby kind of like maybe want another baby in the house. Mm-hmm. But it was just so sweet. And Ford was so funny because at first it was so sweet. And then he was so over the baby, kind of tossed the baby to the side <laughs> and went off to find a stick and walk around the park. It was love so it. sweet to see love him. Love it, love it. 
so my mother's moment this week so juan he's on his first work trip since like pre-pandemic i think so it's the first time that we're like apart since shoot i don't know like almost two years now and oh my god and i miss him you know it's a lot easier to take care of victoria now on my own like on my own meaning like obviously not during the day we have you know miriam that helps us but like the mornings and the nights and stuff like it's a lot easier now and we have a lot of fun but i miss the fun that he brings too so so this my mother's moment is for juan oh and you know by the way he was dying that week too he kept posting pictures of you girls Thing. I miss my baby. I know he's, he's not dealing with it well, it and he has so a longer sweet. trip coming up. So, so this was like a good, good vibes, a good test, <laughs> test run for yeah. him. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Okay. I think when we talk about motherhood and our journeys, you know, we emphasize a lot, obviously, on our own mothers, mm-hmm. our relationship with them. We talk a lot about, you know, in your case, Juan or you know, Ford's dad. But I feel like our siblings also have had a very significant role. I think we touched a little bit lightly on it when we talked about the importance of family and yeah. like how babies change our dynamic with their own families. But this is for them. This is all for but them. This is for them. And I think yeah. it's nice to remember like what was it growing up with these siblings? There's certain things I think like and again whenever someone asks me do you want to have another baby? Do you want Ford to have a baby brother or sister? And I right away think of my relationship with my sister Paloma and how I can't even imagine like what, my life without um, her or, or the, that relationship yeah. in my life. What's the age difference between you and Paloma? So Paloma and I are 10 years apart it's to crazy. the like, We both have like a lot younger a lot, siblings. Yeah, that's super interesting because I don't feel like it's super common. I know. I love when we like bond over stuff that we like, like kind of knew but we didn't know. Yes, <laughs> yeah. My brother and I are 12 years apart. Wow. I don't think I knew it was that big of a difference. I know because I look so young. Thanks. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 so we're 10 years apart and I remember like I wanted a sibling so bad, right? Like Wait, I kept did you want a sibling mom, the whole time? Because so did I. But then after a certain point, I was like, nah, well, I'm good. Exactly. So when <laughs> my mom finally gets pregnant with my sister, you know, my father passed away. You know, she remarried eventually. And that's when she had my sister. And, and your sister was born here in my Miami? My sister was born in Miami. I was born in Peru. And I remember finally when she tells me she's pregnant, at that point she was 32 years old. And I thought she was so much older in my mind, right? Like at 10 years old, uh. you think your mom is like... <laughs> I remember the first thing I told her was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Like, <gasps> how am I going to tell my friends you're pregnant? Like, I, I just thought she was so old. Like, oh what are you doing pregnant God. now? Like, I'm already 10. I'm already over the baby thing. Like, what's happening? I'm curious, until when did you want a sibling? For me, it was until I it was about like, I want to say like eight or something, eight, nine. And yeah, then I mean, that's a long time to wait. Eight, nine years, like, hey, mom, what's up? What's going, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember like the first maybe like months, I was like, I went through a little jealousy with my little sister. Like I wanted the attention. She was obviously getting all the attention. And then it was a little tough during middle school. Because imagine when I'm 14, my sister is four years old. Yeah. Nothing that we could... Connect do anything with in common. Relate. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing we could relate to or anything that kind of like brings you together. It was I remember super hard for your mom to have two children in such complete different but very crucial periods of their life. Imagine having a four year old, which is like that's a freaking mixed bag of stuff, and a freaking 14 year old. That's the situation my mom had too. And she's like, the hardest part was having a toddler and a teenager. And both of them, you're like, 
which one is going to jump off a freaking building first? Like one figuratively and the other one literally. <laughs> and I remember for a long time, I tried to make my sister do the things that I didn't get a chance to do. Like mm -hmm. I exposed her to ballet. I wanted her to take classes. So I remember her always like pushing her like, okay, try for the dance team and do this and do the other stuff. Go away for college. Like a lot of things that I really wanted her to do. But <laughs> then I realized soon enough that we were so different. Yeah. So different. Like obviously physically, but also our personalities. Like we're so different. What are the main differences between you and Paloma? I think everything. I think she is a free spirit. She's happy or different things. She doesn't stress as much. Mm -hmm. She's not a planner. I'm a big time planner. Mm -hmm. She's very sensitive, like very emotional too. You're not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think not. I've become emotional now. <laughs> the older I get, the more emotional I get. But I think at some point, I don't know where it happened, but it clicked and we just became best friends. I don't when, know if it was during college. When? I want to say maybe when she was in high school and I was... I mean, she was 18. I was already about to get married, I think, at that point. Mm -hmm. So I remember it was so funny. When I first started dating my ex-husband, like she was 13, he was 30. And that movie 13 going to yeah, 30 yeah, had yeah. just come out. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's 13 and like <laughs> you're 30. Like what a big gap that is. But yeah, but somehow it just clicked. And I think, you know, once she was in college, we just became best friends. And we have been like inseparable in the way that we share everything. Mm -hmm. We talk all the time. She is... I think probably the most reliable person that I have. Like I think whenever I call her, even though she does not live here, she lives in New York, she always wanted me to have a baby. She was like, oh, please just have a baby. Like She always wanted to be an aunt. Mm -hmm. You know, she's been going through the stage back and forth that she's not sure if she wants children of her own. You know, and I, I respect that. At first, my mom calls me one day and she's like, you need to talk to your sister. I'm like, what, what happened? <laughs> she's like, she just told me she's not sure if she wants any children. So I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. And my mom, for some reason, was like, oh, no, she's going through a stage. What's wrong with her? Like, let's talk to her. Like, for my mom, it's just like, she's so maternal, I think, that the thought of like, you not having your children for her was like so now she's gotten more used to the idea and you know you never know maybe my sister has changed her mind she's still very young do you find yourself having mixed feelings of like you're like a sibling but also that maternal oh yes absolutely like so what I I'm saying I think at some point when she became when I became old enough to kind of be more of a caretaker I definitely became the caretaker so mm -hmm. I think maybe that has also strengthened our relationship right because you do become a little bit of a second mom To them and to my sister, I definitely was. And I, I think I was more of a mentor. And um, I was really the person she relied on. You know, like if she wanted someone to pick her up, she needed some help, she needed some, you know, some advice. I think she really, I became her person. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom has always been like a working mom. Her personality is a little bit more, I don't know how to describe it, but she's in her own world. Like yeah. she doesn't really not as attentive to like our needs sometimes mm -hmm. especially like school like school was a big one for us like a big thing we bonded over because I really helped her through that whole journey which was a, a very lonely one for me because my mom was not that she didn't want to help she didn't know how to help so mm -hmm. like when it came to like applying for colleges like moving you know when I moved to Tallahassee um, that whole process I feel like My best friend Adrian and her parents were more helpful than my mom was. So I make sure that when it was my sister's turn, that she was going to have that sense of security and guidance and support that I didn't have for my mom. And I think even today, I think now we're more, 
at the same level in terms of like emotional support. I think mm-hmm. we're both rely on each other the same. But for a long time, I think I was more of a of a second mom to her. Well, that's amazing. Paloma is awesome. Another thing that she's so she's super fun. fun. I get annoyed like, when that she's I want to take here, a trip. I, when like, I want to do yeah. something, like I wish I always want her to be there. Like I have a great time with her. Yeah. And then you throw my mom in the mix, and just the three of us, we have a great time. We try to make sure we take a yearly trip, girls trip, the three mm-hmm. of us. Now oh, so Ford nice. has joined the Aww. the girls trip, but we do make an effort, and we are very intentional about spending time together and just kind of enjoying each other's company. My sister comes down for the holidays to Miami, and we also make sure that we spend time together, like literally, like watching mm-hmm. movies in the same bed, in the same sofa. Like we're like mm-hmm. physical touch is and like words of information. Yes, she is. I think my mom's also very cariñosa. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. think it's a reflection of like how affectionate my mother is with us. We are with each other. And I do give my mom for credit for that because she's so loving. And I say words of affirmation is definitely her love language. So we are used to those things and we respond well to them. And we, we express our love like that as well. So I'm mm-hmm. always telling my sister like, you're so sweet. I love you. I miss you. How you do? You know, like yeah. when we talk on the phone, it's like a love fest. We're very cheesy, very, very cheesy, <laughs> which is, I don't think it's very like me, but with her, I am. It's super, like, I find a lot of parallels with my brother. So my brother was born when I was 12. I really wanted a sibling until then I was like, oh, I don't know. My mom, so we're from the same parents. I was like a very early on oops. And then by the time they were ready to start trying to have a second one, my mom had a lot of complications with endometriosis. So it took her six years and tons of miscarriages, ectopic pregnancy. Like you mentioned it, she had so many of these things. I think I want to say she lost, I think, six before having my brother. So by the time that she had him, it was like I was 12, she was 36. And she was having to deal with like, you know, me and and my brother. I remember the first weekend my brother was born. Actually, okay, so my brother was born while I was in school. They sent me to school that day and they were like, listen, probably by the time you come home from school, he'll be born. I was super excited. I got home from school. A friend's mom dropped me I off. I don't remember any of this. I feel horrible For me, now. I, like, <gasps> no, I remember it so clearly because it was a huge moment. I remember in, the in night life. before she went to into labor, we went to La Carreta and she feasted on this like vaca frita with <laughs> rice and beans. <laughs> And then I feel like Paloma would enjoy that. Yes, yes. So that makes sense. Totally makes sense. My sister is uh, from a Cuban father. So she was a la carreta. And the next day she was here. And she loves Cuban food, obviously. That's the only thing I remember. I don't remember anything else. I stayed by myself that night at home. It was the first time I was ever staying by myself. And we had a dog at the time, this huge dog named Lucky. So I was like sleeping in my parents' bed with Lucky. And there were uh, some Publix brand croquetas in the refrigerator, which I ate in my parents' bed because I was so nervous. I'm like, is he born? Is he born? Whatever. I woke up the next morning and they picked me up to go to school. Like a friend's mom picked me up to go to school. No, he's still not born. I'm like, oh my God, when is he going to be here? My mom had the longest, worst labor ever. But anyway, I get home from school. My dad's like, he was waiting for me and he's like, okay, I'm going to take you to the hospital. He's born. At that time, they still would do the mirror thing where you see all the children that are born. I don't think they do this anymore. They don't let you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Like through the, the glass. Through the you glass. the glass yeah. and you see, yeah, they you see, see all the babies. I mean, this is obviously pre-pandemic. I don't know how what's happening I, now with the pandemic. When Victoria when was, born, was born, they didn't do that. Do, oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's like some like, I don't know, privacy. I don't know. I don't understand. Whatever. So my dad takes me there. My brother was born in Hialeah Hospital, by the way. And the doctor was a Cuban doctor. So we always make fun of him. Wait, I think being my like, sister, oh, my sister was born in Jackson or Hialeah? 
I don't remember. Okay. I'm <laughs> such a bad sister. We okay. always joke around that my brother's more like, so we do have like Cuban family, but like we always joke that he's more like, he's more Cuban because he was born in Hialeah. When he was born, the doctor was like, oh, I am a pero mira. <laughs> like, so we're like, that's all he knows. Um, but anyway, so my dad takes me there and I see all the babies and I'm like, that's him. I knew Aww. it was that one. Oh, I'm supposed to not cry in this episode. <laughs> I really am practicing to not. I don't want to cry. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not going to cry. Then they take him to, to the room with my mom or whatever. And my brother had the most expressive eyebrows and eyes. And this little fucker was staring me down like, who is this bitch? Like, And I was like, oh, look at the shade coming from him. Like, we did not. But like, in, in a way, isn't it such a sweet blessing to be able to be old enough where you remember all these things? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's really amazing. I mean, I was hoping for a much kinder welcoming from him or, you know, a, an encounter. Not like a stare but, down. But he was like, <laughs> I mean, imagine his first words were go away. Like, he was definitely pretty pissed for like the first part of his life. I had a very like maternal thing with him. He was a baby who had a lot of challenges in the sense that he had colic, he had reflux, like he had a lot of stuff that he had to deal with as a baby, which I think made it hard to kind of be able to support my parents. Like I was definitely like a, a third parent in a way because like there was a lot of work with him and, and I was always like, okay, I'll clean up the vomit in the middle of the night, like that kind of stuff. When I started driving, this is a memory that we both always like reflect on, but when I started driving, I was like, what, 15, 16, and had my license and I would take him with me to like go buy milk and go here and go there or whatever. Since that year, almost exactly every single year for the rest of our lives, if we go out together by ourselves on Mother's Day, they tell me happy Mother's Day. Like, they assume that he is my child. Literally, this happened last year. And I was like, I have a different child already. Like, it was so funny for so long. And I would be pissed at first because I'm like, dude, they probably think I'm a teen mom. Teen yeah, mom had just mom. come out. And I was like, I'm not a teen mom. <laughs> but yeah, I also would say that in the his late teenage years, like, or like, let's say 17, 18, 19 is when our relationship also started to change because he started to like, you know, grow and have different needs and different conversations where I could play a role that was different than my parents. Similar to you, like the whole thing of college. I also very much went through the like, you should go away to college. I didn't go away to college. You need to do this, whatever. And like, you come to the realization where no, that's not what works for him and that Well, I, you know, I made different. a lot of mistakes with Paloma, which I don't want to make with Ford, is that I, I kind of feel like I forced her into, like, my opinion to her matters so much mm -hmm. that she did go away for college one year and then she came back because that's not really what she wanted to do. But mm. she did it yeah. to make me happy. And I think yeah. a lot of the things, maybe she still does this. It's hard when you hold that much yes, power. I feel yeah. like she does not want to let me down, doesn't want to upset me. And uh, yeah, I feel the same. You know, with my she, I mean, obviously, with, with age, she's become a little bit more firm on where she stands and what she wants and I mean even the fact that she's still in New York she's been in New York for I think almost five years I'm so proud of her you know and I remember one I think I told you this story a few years ago she sat me down we went to have lunch 
And this was in New York. I was visiting her and she tells me that she has given her two week notice at this firm that she had gotten a job at. It was an amazing firm. Um, she does PR. And, and right away I was like, well, what happened? What's going on? What did you find? She's like, no, I haven't found anything, but it just wasn't an environment that I, I was happy. You know, and I go to work, you go to work and you're in a good mood. You know, mom goes to work, she's in a good mood. At that point, my husband, your husband goes to work and he loves his job too. So like, I want to be able to do the same. And like her mentality just so like, we'll be fine. I'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I've been working since I was 14 years old at Puerto Tropical. I have never <laughs> stopped Victoria working. Victoria loves that about you. <laughs> I have never stopped working until I have something else there. And I just like that sense of security. I yeah, think it's yeah, a yeah. different... I think it's generational. Mentality and generation. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I do admire her, her commitment to just being happy. Yeah. Like it doesn't take a lot for her to be happy. I get so emotional. But she's just, she's truly happy. Like she, you know, she's happy just walking around the park and taking pictures and that's, that's her day, yeah. you know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she, you know, walks the talk. Is yeah. that the yeah, she yeah, walks yeah, yeah. the talk. Like yeah. whatever she says, she does. It makes me very proud that she's turned out to be like that. So my brother, I think he's obviously a little bit younger. He's going to be 25. But at this point, I think he shares that kind of generational thing with Paloma where their well-being and their happiness is really important versus us that we were like, I don't know, machines of like work, 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 do this, do this, do that, whatever. And it's like, what mental health? What? Well, like, we don't care. We're fine. We're fine. You have to be fine. As I think that comes from also being like first generation, either immigrant yourself or first generation born from immigrants in the phase where it was harder, right? Because for my parents, like, it's almost like my brother and I have had two completely different sets of parents. He was born into a set of parents and a family that lived in a brand new house. Like literally the house was built and we were the first ones to move in. When I was born, like <laughs> they were in a very different situation. We've had two completely different childhoods and I think that has marked a lot of, of the way that we are. But my brother does carry a lot of the guilt and pressure of like making me happy, making my parents happy, making us proud or whatever. So lately, as he's like growing into adulthood, because I, I don't actually consider anything before 30. So I'm like, like, we always uh, say like, I call myself always saying like, oh, my little sister, my little sister. Oh, yeah. this is my when I introduce her. Oh, this is my little sister. Oh, and yeah, that point too. is like... <laughs> I send his resume around and I'm like, my little brother. <laughs> They're like, uh. But I think that the last half of his of his 20s, like he'll still have a lot of things that he's going to learn and grow into and mature. So I still don't necessarily think that like, oh, that's it. You're an adult. Like, yes, you're an adult. Of course, you're independent, everything. But like, there's a lot more stuff to go through. And part of the work that he and I have been talking about that I hope he continues to do is just focusing on his own like what he's building for himself and take that pressure off of like what I think, what my parents think, like that's so stressful and that's not healthy for you, you know? So, but he's doing a lot of the right stuff and going in the right direction. He's a, a really smart and loving. <laughs> Aww, he's, uh, he is way more cariñoso than I am, actually. I am a rock and he is like all like, love you, like mushy. And he doesn't say I love you a lot, but when he does, but he shows it in, in a lot of different ways. But with Victoria and even with me, he's always been very overprotective. There was a time where I, like Paloma, was saying that I wasn't sure if I wanted to have children. And he immediately took it upon himself to talk to my mom about it. And he was like, 
you need to talk to her. It was like, the, it was like a reverse <laughs> situation. He was like, you need to talk to her. This is very concerning to me. Her head is not in the right place. <laughs> like, what the hell? Imagine that like when Juan was going to propose, my brother was like, I don't know if I've ever shared this, but Juan like, Juan, he asked for my parents like blessing and permission before he asked me to, to get married. And he actually went to my parents' house with his mom to like, set the tone and say this is what I want and I want to talk to you guys first and blah 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 and it's so funny because my brother was also sitting there as if he were also one of the stakeholders in this situation <laughs> so Juan knew like he kind of had to like ask my brother too and I'm like bro who do you think you are I'm an independent woman that's sweet but yeah he's always been very overprotective with me and now with Victoria as well and I love it even though I'm like it is un mojón de mierda and you're here like overprotecting me. But I love it. And it's the kind of relationship and support that I hope to share with him for our entire lives. So so when Ford was born, Paloma was incredible. You know, and I, I had no doubt. She's always been so good with, she loved children actually. That's the irony of it. She at some point didn't want some kids. I don't know if she does now, but, and I'm sorry I'm putting this up. <laughs> I, mean, I just realized we are like putting out all their laundry. We're like, here I guys. Know. But this is actually a tribute to them because we yeah. love them so much. And I have a really hard time when people tell me they don't get along with their siblings. And when I meet people that don't get along with their brother or sister, you know, it really breaks yeah. my heart because I have such an amazing, uh, beautiful relationship with my sister. And now as an aunt, she's incredible. Even though she doesn't live here in Miami, whenever she's here, she's so present with him and just so caring and so incredible with him and so amazing and so loving that I really am so blessed to have her as part of my village, right? To yes. raise Ford. I wish she was here more often. I need her. I always tell her, like, and that's the word that I use. I need her. I need her presence. I need her her care. Like, I don't trust anyone as much as I trust her and my mother with my son. So she has been great. And it's exciting because I feel like this, again, like I said this with my mom at once, like what a wonderful gift I have given her through Ford. And that's a, one of the main reasons why I really want to give Ford. I would love to give Ford a baby brother or sister. I don't think I am of the belief that just because we have another child, like it means that they're gonna, like I wouldn't want to put that pressure if I have two children to ensure that like you guys have to get along and I want you to have this like amazing bond the way that I have with my brother. Because I have seen a lot of situations where it's not the same. And just because at the end of the day, like even though they're siblings, they're two completely different humans that might be like oil and water. It's a real possibility. So I think when I think about having a second baby, I actually try to take that out of the equation and I see it as a bonus, right? If they happen to have the amazing relationship that I have with my brother, then that would be such a beautiful thing for them. But I try to look at it from the perspective of like two separate like projects that if they happen to have an overlap, then amazing. Yeah. I mean, I but, do think it's a reflection on the parents. So like, don't you give credit your mom or your and your dad to kind of like somehow something, someone was whispered in your ear, like the way that you care for your brother was, I mean, it's, I think it's a combination of both. Like it's, your nature, but it's also like your environment. Like you are, you know, like they didn't create like competition between you guys. They didn't yeah. create, like, you know what I mean? I just yeah, feel like yeah, they yeah. we need to do give credit to whatever for environment sure, we sure. were. Help develop that relationship. But I think if you, you know, help to develop that type of relationship, I think eventually it's most likely to happen instead of like it not happening. So, I mean, I also have half siblings from uh, my father's side. So my father passed away and he had two sons. So I have my two brothers and mm -hmm. I didn't get to meet them until like later on in life when I was, I want to say like 37. Mm -hmm. 
So, I don't know, a few years ago, I did a trip to meet my grandmother, which I had met briefly when I was young. My grandmother from my father's side, but I had never really met her. Like, remember meeting her because I was too little. So I wanted to make sure that I went and I met her and kind of met his whole family, including my brothers. And and it was nice. It was nice. It's just definitely different when you live in the same household and you're, yeah, you yeah, know, and you grew together. up yeah. with my sister. That's why I think it, it's important for me to, I would love to, again, if it doesn't happen, great, but I would love to be able to, mm-hmm. to give my son the opportunity, the opportunity to have yeah. that type of relationship 100%. with his brother or sister. Yeah, I think so too. And with that, we love you. Yeah, we love, it's your brother's birthday too, right? Yes. This is like his, birthday month. His birthday month. is coming up. I know he's going to be 25. It's crazy because him and Juan, are one day apart. Their birthdays are December 9th and December 10th, but they are exactly 20 years apart, which is so funny because when my brother turned 21, we had like a really, I set up this like amazing party at Liv um, and we had like a table and all this shit. And it was also Juan's like 41st birthday. And he's like, I never saw my 41st birthday being spent like this at Liv with bottles and shit. Oh, 20 years. I don't think I was aware of like that big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, you know, he's also got kind of like a dad (laughs) with Juan. I also love how sweet your brother is. Like, he yes. listens to the podcast. He's very supportive. He's super loyal to Motherish. I die. It was like a few weeks ago that he texted me. He's like, Wednesday morning, he texted me, today's episode was really good. And I was like, you still listen to it? And he goes, yeah, I listen every week. And I was like, ah! <laughs> he's so sweet. He's just the and best. Again, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that it is a lottery. Like, whatever... God puts yeah. our siblings in our paths and we don't lucky. get to choose them and we got very, very lucky. Yeah. So that's it. So we love you. Love your siblings. <laughs>